Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Five, four, three, two, one. Hey, hey. Live from the Larry King Memorial Studios, high atop IWS World Media Entertainment Headquarters, is IWS Radio. Featuring Jamie Maple Leaf and IWS players, with special guest star, Schmoo. And now, straight from the bar, your hosts, Matt Man and J-Man. Hola and welcome to another controversial and populist edition of IWS Radio, the show that keeps its promises no matter how bad they are. I am J-Man coming to you live from my campaign war room here in Redneckville, Arkansas, and sitting right next to me... Just a few hundred miles to my north-northeast is a man who appeals to the masses and the elites. The Matt Man, bitches. When I heard that Matt Man announced his candidacy for representative of the 8th Ohio Congressional District, I thought to myself, I sure as hell hope that he takes up the habit of washing his hands after he pees before he starts shaking hands along the campaign trail. Cheers, greetings, and welcome to IWS Radio. This is the Matt Man coming to you live from the palatial digs here in Bagwine, Ohio. And, and it is always, as it always is, a privileged, privileged, blah, 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 blah. I can't talk today. <laughs> to co-host this show with a man who, when I asked him before the show what did he, what he had been up to all week, this is how he replied. I went to a number of women's groups and said, can you help us find folks? And they brought us whole binders full of, uh, of women. Wow. <laughs> how the hell are you doing, J-Man? <laughs> Only in my case, it's not binders, it's folders on my computer. I got got the uh, Tamara Ramon folder and the Uh Bulgarian Babe folder and the Maru folder. (laughs) Uh (laughs) Oh, I'm doing uh, well. I'm doing okay, Matt. Doing all right. Good. Pretty good. Uh, Yes. Yeah. That's that's it. I'm doing pretty good. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, well, I'll I'll just get into it. I had a little incident this week. Oh, oh brother. Lay it on us, J-Man. I had a little incident. Anybody who uh, <clears throat> follows me on Instagram saw a picture 
I posted. See, what happened was on uh, Thursday, I opened the door, go outside. I opened the door, and this huge dirt dauber flies in. I hate those things. Right? Big, 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 huge, massive wasp. Okay. Out. So I shut the door, and I turn around, and that that bitch gets all up in my face. <laughs> oh, I mean, that thing's like, bang, just in the face, and it's just all around. And I'm, you know, I, I think you can, I can, I think we can use the word flail here. I was flailing a bit, trying to, you know, chew it away. Throwing the arms around. Get out, get it, get it, get away, get away, get away. And I turn around, you know, as I'm flailing a little bit, and I lost my balance, and I kind of face planted. Oh like, my God! <laughs> Holy cow, dude! I, I know. Are you okay? I got back up. What? Well, yeah, I mean, I I got the fly swatter. I sw- took a few swings at it as it's flying around, dive bobbing me. And then finally, I got the the raid, and it landed on the uh, on the light fixture above the ceiling fan. I turned the ceiling fan off. And I waited, and I waited, and I waited, and it finally, the ceiling fan stopped, and I killed it. <laughs> I My hit it with the God. raid. And when I hit it with the raid, it kind of, you know, it was flying real slow, and then I whacked it up with the uh, fly swatter. <laughs> and uh, yeah. I, I went uh, Samuel L. Jackson in Pulp Fiction, you know. I laid my vengeance upon thee on it. Did you do a little victory it, uh, dance around it? Oh, no, no. I didn't have time for that as I uh, had <laughs> carpet burns on the knees and on my Jeez, on the palm of my left hand. And I had my, my right wrist was hurting because I landed on my right wrist and my shoulder. I landed you know, like that. Good and Lord, I had a dude. cut on the, the bridge of my nose and a little bit of carpet burn on my, my lip. But it went away pretty quickly. Oh, yeah. You know, Matt, disaster can strike so quickly. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> oh, my God. That was like an episode of Mutual of Omaha's Wild Kingdom just then. Yeah. My uh, Marlon Perkins is sitting up, you know, in the, in the tent uh-huh. down there fighting the wild dirt dauber. <laughs> yeah, Marlon Perkins here. Watch Jay as he attacks this mud dauber. <laughs> oh my God! Anyway, he scooped up the remains of the dauber and took it outside and left it as a warning to others. Uh-huh. Uh, you know. But uh, yeah, so that's uh, that's what <laughs> that was. That was probably the big excitement of the week right there. Well, there was other. Holy other cow. That was the, uh, that was the one that I'm inflicted. And of course, well then, already. I know. And of course, then uh, the back pain set in on Thursday oh, afternoon. And sure. the hip, the hip pain set in. And so I, uh, I struggled through that Thursday evening, Thursday night. And, uh, and as you know, Matt, when the hip pain starts, then that's it. You know, you. You try to lie down, 
you stand back up, you sit down, you lie down, you sit, you stand, you know, you're trying to find a a way to be comfortable. Yep. While while taking uh, enormous amounts of ibuprofen and Tylenol and the leave and whatever else you can get your hands on. You sure? (laughs) Good Lord. But weirdly enough, that went away Thursday night at about 3.30 in the morning or so. It just suddenly eased up. Poof. Huh. Yeah. I'll be good to hell. Crazy. I thought it was all Friday and stuff, but uh, anyway, so if but I seemed actually, a little off during show prep on Friday, it was because I'd had a very traumatic experience, but I didn't want to share it with you because I wanted to wait and, you know, you'd hear it here right. live when I tell the whole world about it. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, you did seem a little off. And plus, J-Man, you know, even though the physical pain has gone away. Oh, the mental duress oh, yeah. will stay with you the rest of your life. Oh, yes. Each time, each time I've gone outside since then, I have looked through that peephole and made sure <laughs> there was nothing out there to attack. <laughs> uh-huh. In fact, you made the peephole bigger, didn't you, J-Man? <laughs> so you get a better I'm gonna, view. I'm going to put in one of those uh, HD cameras where the peephole is, you know, and have a big screen oh, on the sure. door. Yeah. <laughs> <I can, laughs> I can get, you know, 180-degree uh, yeah, <laughs> view out yeah, there. Yeah, you ought to contact our buddy Luis today after the show. <laughs> he could probably set you up. <laughs> with, a, with a fine security system. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, man, that's that's most unfortunate. God. Yeah. Yeah, and in fact, the only thing that's really uh, – still a problem. The wrist is good. It's not 100%, but it's good. The yeah. only thing that's a problem is that is uh, where I uh, the big the carpet burn on the left knee. It's, it's very annoying. Oh. Maybe you could uh, I started, contact I to, Nurse Doom and she could um, yeah. suggest an ointment, <laughs> yeah. an ointment for you. Uh, yeah, Made in Mumbai. Sure. Something, yeah, something obscure made in you know Burma or or someplace uh-huh. uh, that may or may not result in losing my left leg. Yeah, made out of cobra urine. Yeah. <laughs> top notch, top notch. Uh-huh. I have I have the picture. I posted it on Instagram. I need to put it on uh, TweetDeck or on Twitter rather, and uh, holler at uh, Stormy Daniels and tell her that she and I have something in common. We both have. Carpet phones on the knees. Hey oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, brother. Oh, and let me ask you, the wrist that you hurt, it's not the one you use every day, is it? Yeah, it's the right the right Oh the right man. Yeah, Damn. the one you try to try to pick up things with. Things you try to twist to open a doorknob with. Sure, sure, sure. The one that, Wipe my butt with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not what I was suggesting, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, shoot. I really got nothing compared to that. Now I feel <laughs> all flaccid huh? and beat down. <laughs> well, I mean, well, it's a good thing that you don't have, have any uh, any traumatic uh, experience like that this weekend. No. You needed the week off from pain and suffering. <laughs> yeah. Oh, 
and let me tell you, I took a week off in one day on Friday. I was scrambling for the show this morning <laughs> at 06.30. I said, I'm just going to take the day off, and boy, did I. Uh-huh. Yeah. And uh, once and, again, your your enabler buddy was there to, you know, yeah, to help me along. To yep. Right, yeah, yeah, your accountability buddy, nowhere to be found. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, but something good came of, uh, uh, you know, this past week, ladies and gentlemen, we'll get to it, that um, J-Man suggested I run for a certain public office, which mm-hmm. we can get into later in the show. And yeah. I was all over it. Heck yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, you were. You jumped on, you jumped at the opportunity. Yes. The first lady was not very excited, but... <laughs> well, I did have uh, one. I had actually some good things happen to me, J-Man. For once, this is kind of weird. This is just throwing me out of sorts that you had a traumatic experience and I haven't. Oh, yeah. I put out the mat signal Wednesday, ladies and gentlemen, for a ride home when I got off at 3 on Thursday. And who picked me up, J-Man? Yardstick. Yardstick, the lovely Casey, ladies and gentlemen. And ladies and gentlemen, my boss, Alan, who, by the way, J-Man, we figured out who Alan looks like. (laughs) He He looks just like Marvin Lewis, but with a mustache. I swear to God, he looks. <laughs> well, that's great news because because we all know what a great record of success Marvin Lewis has had. Well, yeah, I know that's what's kind of unfortunate about the entire thing. But my God, he's the one who mentioned it. Uh, me and another customer were standing there, and we were talking about how people look like each other. And he said, "You know, people say I look like Marvin Lewis, and we both died." Oh, my God, he does. He said, I should have never said anything. Yeah. So now we're all calling him Marvin. Right. Seems like he would have been around you just long enough to uh, to know not to have told you that. Exactly. Well, he opens up to me now, J-Man, which is both a good and more often bad thing. Uh-huh. Well, anyway, the lovely, ladies and gentlemen, the lovely Casey, who's been on this show with her two adorable children, she picked me up, and ladies and gentlemen, she's pretty hot. And Marvin Lewis and I were talking about her one day when the two mechanics next door came over and uh, said, is she really that hot? Yeah, she's picking me up tomorrow. She picked me up at 3 o'clock, and at 2.57, both uh, both mechanics from Monkey Wrench garage which is next door to the beer mine is your right here yet is your right here yet we gotta see her <laughs> oh brother and in comes casey sauntering in like she owned the place and let me tell you jay man at that moment she did oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know here's the thing though jay man because I like her so much, and I've, she's been coming through for 10-plus years, 
and she was sweet enough to say she'd pick me up and take me home, even though I really didn't need a ride home. I said, I'll buy you a six-pack of Red Zap Oil, because she likes that stuff. And uh, So I said, Casey, you still want a six-pack of Red Zap Well, I'm not going to comment, but if you want to buy me one, that's okay. Very polite, very polite. I said, all right. So I bought her one. J-Man, a six-pack of Red Zap Oil with tax is $9.64. That is the most expensive one-mile cab fare Uh anyone has paid in the history of the United States. Cab would have been, what, three and a half, four bucks? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it was worth it. I guess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did have fun with she's these got, squared at the beer. Oh, go ahead, J-Man. I'm sorry. I was just say she's got an expensive taste. Well, she just got hooked onto that. Someone hooked her onto it. It wasn't me. She had one someone, <laughs> some friends of some friend of hers. She went over there and had a red apple ale, and she just loves it. So, some yeah. highfalutin friend. Yeah, yeah. So, but she's a sweetheart, so I did it. And as you and I have talked, and others have, she is so sweet, smart, and funny. Her husband's the same way, and they have two adorable. Children, ladies and gentlemen, they're all very nice. There's something wrong with that yeah. family somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> they're too right perfect. Yeah. And they're not even normal. Yep. You know, usually the Mormons are all so perfect like that, you know, you just yep. get creeped out by them. Just not right. But that's okay. Yeah. Oh, and then J-Man had a little fun with mm-hmm. E squared at the beer mine yesterday. Mm-hmm. Got to work at two. Someone's got a jar taped to where we ring stuff up so everyone can see it that says tips. Mm, who did that? <laughs> that would be the lovely and diminutive oh. E squared. That's what, that's don't you don't want to be pussy about these things. No, no, no. Don't look, it's not like you know sticking the tip. You don't want to stick the tip jar right in somebody's face. No, and it's not like we make restaurant server wages. True. <laughs> I thought oh, that's a little T A C K Y. I'll try to ignore it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Why doesn't she just uh, wear one of those, uh, like you know, an apron, like a waitress would, with a you know, full uh-huh. pocket right in the front with those tips. <laughs> on it, you know, because it would be just oh. about you know door window height. While we're standing there, mm-hmm. most people. 
I voiced my displeasure displeasure about that with uh, Coach Marvin when he got there, and uh, he said, "Oh, it's fine, whatever. I don't care." Well, E squared came back over a little later, and she was so proud of herself, Jay man. She said, "Hey, Matt man, I put that jar up there. Maybe it'll." Help me and also you get some tips. <laughs> to which, J-Man, it was one of my shining moments. <laughs> I said, I don't need any help getting tips. To which I proceeded to pull out $1 bills that I had gotten while I was there in a brief two hours at the time. Uh-huh. Pulled them out of my pocket, crunched them up, and threw them over on the desk. About six of them. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You showed her. I did. And Marvin was a little uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's trying to keep the team together, Jay, man. He was a little uncomfortable about that locker room tension. All right. A little, a little discord in the locker room. Yep. <laughs> But it was well worth it. Then I walked back outside and I, I smiled and laughed. Yeah. <laughs> that self-satisfied little grin. <laughs> but I even topped myself this morning, J-Man. <laughs> Went up to the beer mine conveniently, ladies and gentlemen, located at the corner of Elmore and Burnett Road here in Bagwine, Ohio. And I really didn't check my wallet before I left. And I had to get a 30-pack of Best Light, of course, and uh, some smokes because I had to stock mm-hmm. up because Schmoop will have the car. She's got to go to the go to the meat mine today. And uh, it came to 43.44. Damn. And I'm, yeah, I know. I'm like, damn, I don't know if I brought enough money. <sighs> Here's what happened, J-Man. I had a $20 bill in my wallet and my tips from yesterday. All in ones. I had a 20 and 24 ones ah, that I got yesterday and uh, paid for my bill. I know, and I told Alan, or excuse me, Marvin, I said, when when E-Square comes over to, uh, you know, take over for you today, make sure you tell her I paid for my $43.44 bill with ones. Yep. Did you go over to the... Uh... Did you, did you go over to the tip jar and say, Excuse me while I whip this out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you what's... Well, and I told Alan, I said... Uh, he said, he's laughing. He said, you like to rub it in, don't you, Mahoney? I said, eh, it's just kind of fun. <sighs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, though, uh, last night, right when I was closing, I found a penny on the floor of the drive-thru. 
Yeah, I threw it in old uh, East Square's tip jar, and I mm-hmm. yet again chuckled. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's sad? <laughs> the highlights of my week, one was Casey taking me home, which is nice, and we're buddies and whatnot. But the other is that I uh, threw some schadenfreude and some anger onto someone else, and that made me happy. See, I don't uh-huh. like to be like that. Yeah, well, some days are just like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I hope E-Square doesn't listen to this show. But if she does, that, <laughs> this is all in good fun. All in good right. fun. It's a comedy show. Yeah, we kid because yeah. we love, as we always say. Right, yeah. And if she is listening, again, as I've said several times, that, you know, if you're really looking for the tips, you know, get over there in that that thong bikini and high heels. Work your ass there that way. If you're really looking for the tips, that's what I'd be doing. Yeah, she's a cutie. I mean, she could work it. Well, I had a uh, I had a moment of triumph this week. This week was triumph and tragedy for me, obviously. <laughs> Understandable. Yeah, I did have a moment of triumph. Okay. Many many years ago, I had a Capital One credit card, right. card that I never yeah. used. Right, right. And then I, it, I, it was a very high interest card. It was the only one I could get at the time. And, I needed a credit card just in case there was, you know, an emergency or something yeah. like that. Sure. But then at some point I got a a better card, much lower, you know, a normal low rate and everything like that. So I, I never used the Capital One card. Right. Well, then I uh, canceled it. Then I canceled it again. And then I canceled it again. And then I can you see where this is going. I kept trying yeah. to cancel the card. And they kept, you know, every year they'd send me a thing telling me, you know, oh, there's a $6 yearly charge. And I'm like, no, there's not. I don't have a card. I've canceled it. And they never charged they me the $6. Yeah, they just couldn't quit you, J-Man. They couldn't quit you. No, they couldn't. They loved the J-Man. And for some reason, and this year I got the, the statement thing, and it was saying, you know, there'll be a $6 charge. But it wasn't on there. And it said there was a $1 credit for some reason. I have no idea where that came from. And so I tried to call them, couldn't get through. I went to Twitter, and I tweeted them. And the person on Twitter gave me a a phone number, an 800 number to to use. And I got to talk to a real live American. Ooh. I know, right? And I explained the whole thing to him. I explained the entire situation to him, and I said, just please cancel the card. And, And she says, okay. I will cancel your card now. And I hear her typing away. So there. Card finally canceled after so many years. Well, Wednesday, I go to the mailbox, and I've got a thing from Capital One. And I'm like, oh, Uh God, here we go. I open it up, (laughs) and it's a check for $1, bitches. (laughs) Oh, yeah, baby. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they sent me the dollar that I had was credited on my. 
tell you what, J-Man, instead of dropping the mic, you should have just dropped the check and walk away with your <laughs> fist in the air. Uh-huh. Oh, I did a victory dance. <laughs> I posted, I scanned it on the little scanner there and posted it on <laughs> Facebook and got uh, 45 reactions to it, Matt. Oh, yeah. Between likes and laughter. And a couple of hearts there, but, you know. Oh, yeah. People like it when you stick it to the man. That's right. I kind of did it. Joe Sequest pointed out, J1, the man zero, bitches. <laughs> there you go. But I'm not done with these people. Uh-oh. I'm not done. What? This, what? This, check is, this check will be voided, avoided in 180 days. Uh-huh. I'm going to hold on to it because at 120 <laughs> days, their system will automatically send me a reminder in the mail that I have that check. You know, this one dollar <laughs> check is going to cost them ninety eight cents in postage. Uh-huh. <laughs> God, You're it probably already cost them. It probably already cost them about seven dollars in administrative costs anyway. Oh, no doubt. Now it's at least three dollars worth of ink. You know, printer ink expensive. God, no kidding. Printer ink. That's crazy price. And even in that story, J-Man, you have a second victory. You got someone in customer service. <laughs> yeah. Who sounded like an American and spoke English that yeah. you could understand. I got someone stateside. Yeah, that's yes. right. <laughs> You I didn't get someone making uh, more Nurse than... Doom's buddy Raj from Mumbai. No, I didn't. I, I didn't get somebody making, uh, you know, <laughs> 75 cents an hour no. at a call center in India. Man, that's impressive. So, and of course, you know, after my great victory on Wednesday and after I spent the day gloating, I then had the... Tragedy on Thursday <laughs> because well, they, things got to balance out. Is, today, man, they got to balance out. Karma is always there, waiting on you. Yeah, always sure. <laughs> oh, this guy's getting a little uppity after his Capital One experience. Uh, let's bring him down a peg. That's right. I'll tell you what, say, man. Like we were it, talking. I didn't have much of the way of nastiness, of course, this coming week. It's going to be all bad. Sure. But, hell, even last night I came home, and my poor crippled schmoop, whose back is not good, mm-hmm. I came home to homemade meatball subs. Goodness. And she made her own pasta salad. Wow. And on both of them, she put this. Instead of mayonnaise, they, and they should just say, would you like some schmoop sauce on that? Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, uh, yeah, baby. <laughs> uh-huh. It was the exclamation point on a great day. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Now, I had one more little uh, kind of humorous oh. run in. Wow. I had to uh, at the I had to go to uh, the hardware store, Ace Hardware. Mm-hmm. Uh, and shout out to the lady working at the front when I asked her, you know, when I was looking, when she asked what I was looking for, and I told her I was looking for magnets, and she just kind of waved off to the right and said, "They're over there against the wall, about halfway down." <laughs> Probably stuck to the wall, aren't they? Probably stuck to Probably. the wall. <laughs> so anyway, as I was leaving, I was uh, putting on my, my my glasses, and I was, you know, the door you had to push it open there, and there was a guy coming in, and he was taking off his little sunglasses, and he had the little sunglass covers like I used to have, right? He's taking those right. off and trying to open the door, and I'm trying to put mine on and open the door. And we stop, and we kind of look at each other, and I kind of laughed. And I, and I uh, I flipped my glasses down, and I said, I used to have that type too, but I switched to the flip down. And he looked at me, and he looked down, he looked up, and looked at my glasses and went, uh, and walked on. <laughs> oh, God. Uh-huh. Well, you know. <laughs> Some things are lost on people. <laughs> I guess so. Oh, boy. <laughs> and the real reason I thought it was funny is because it sounded like a kind of a David Letterman joke that he would just, you know, do <laughs> nonstop for the entire hour. You know? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, as we always say, Jamie, and sometimes it doesn't, most times it doesn't pay to get ahead of yourself. Most times it doesn't pay to try to make a joke. Ah, yeah. boy. Try to be friendly with the general public. They're not really into it. Yep, yep, yep. All you get is scorn and ridicule. Yeah. And, and, of course, he was case. on his way to the hardware store. Yeah. He was on his way to the hardware store, so he was, you know, this is serious business for men going to the hardware store. <laughs> no kidding. And he was already pissed off because he knew the lady up front wasn't going to help him much other than just kind of wave to some part of the store. <laughs> which is kind of um, which is kind of sad since Ace is the place with the friendly hardware hardware folks. Yeah. Yeah. Very unfortunate. <laughs> the last time I was there, <laughs> I got I didn't need much. I just needed a little, you know. Little screws and washers, or something, you know, doing, doing some man-like thing, fixing something up. And I come up there to the register, and I I put them all up there on the counter. And the lady working there, who's the wife of the owner, <laughs> put her magazine down and sighed. And went, and then went over <laughs> to the register, like it wasn't, wasn't going to be worth it to her for the effort. <laughs> <laughs> But you I know what, Matt? What? There's no jar that says tips on the counter there. <laughs> no, I bet there's not. There you go. <laughs> Excellent. Oh, and J-Man. Another positive note. I got a little shout-out for today. Oh, I bet I know who it is. I bet you, oh, God, how could you not? (laughs) (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, a mutual friend of ours 
is celebrating a birthday today. Mm-hmm. And that would be the lovely Shannon, a.k.a. Uber Milf. That's right. And her red Uber hair milk. and her green eyes and her lovely her just personality. Oh, uh-huh. my God. And her big, beautiful Toyota Tundra. Uh-huh. Oh, she's got a Tundra. I'd like to drive that Tundra. What? Stop it. Stop it. And it's funny, J-Man, when I saw her birthday pop up on Facebook, I thought, hmm, you promised to send her a coffee mug, and you never have, dumbass. Yeah, well, I'll get her. <laughs> Uh-huh. She'll get it for Christmas. <laughs> she can put some hot chocolate around it, in it, and sit around the Christmas tree. Yeah. And again, folks, you might note that Matt said she'll get it for Christmas, but he didn't say what year. <laughs> That's right. All right. I used to negotiate contracts, people. And my motto was, gray is good. You want to leave that door open. Uh-huh. Just like if you're uh, testifying. When the, uh, when the lawyer's questioning you, you keep your answers short to the point and you don't utter another word. Nope. Unless you say, I don't recall. Yeah, we can say that, but you don't want to uh, you don't want to pontificate. No, you don't want to oh God, elaborate. No. <laughs> All right then. Yeah. Which is why uh, who is in the IWS <laughs> chat room? Brought to you by Heavenly Senses. We invite you to discover our line of home fragrances from around the world. Fill your home with our unique and delightful aromas and make your home a heavenly palace. Visit heavenly-senses.com today. I can't believe Maru interrupted you like that. I know, Come so on, rude of her. But she can <laughs> Come be on. as rude as she wants. I mean, you know, she's a sweetheart and all, but don't be interrupting. Yeah. Wish we could tell say? our um I wish we could tell our Canadian buddy not to interrupt, but continue, J Man. No, no. Yeah. no, no, what were you gonna say? You had something else you were gonna say. Oh, you were talking about you shouldn't pontificate and that's why um Trump's legal team does not want him to appear before oh, Robert Mueller. <laughs> he tends to he tends to uh, uh embellish. I'd say. <laughs> yes. And provide alternative alternative facts. Uh-huh. He's and also the, the truth, is which would be even more damaging. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's the worst part. He's also yeah. the type of guy that if you're questioning him and you ask him a question and he gives you an answer, if you just sit there for a second, he'll, he will voluntarily go further with it. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> just wait and it's for him funny to just, too. You know. 
that goes back to what I was mentioning about negotiating a contract. Let's say two parties are at an impasse. The party that speaks first always loses. Loses. Yep. So anyway, in the chat room, in the chat room this week, and we have a nice-looking chat room. I know. Overall. And we have, oh, sure. we have, as always, as always, we have uh, a few guests on hand hanging yep. out in the chat room, sitting there, of course. Anonymous guests. Anonymous people we don't know, people don't have names, people who can't participate in the chat room. Well, actually, people they can't talk. Okay, man, they could. Well, but how right. could they do so? If you're a guest and you'd like to participate in the chat room, all you have to do is register at blogtalkradio.com. It is free, fast, and easy, just like your hosts. Yes. So, in fact, if you, you uh, know, register yeah, today, yeah. you could not only listen to a com- comment on our uh, chat room, uh, they'll register you to vote, I think. I think that's the word I got. I don't know if oh, that's okay. true. Or... I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Yeah, I, I know didn't. that you can uh, that you can uh, sign in through your Facebook or Twitter accounts. Get out of here. Sure. Yeah. Wow. It's 21st century, Matt. We're high tech. <laughs> oh, no. So. It's the Space Force world. We're living in now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so in the chat room we have uh, our senior domestic correspondent, Mr. Bobby Kraft, who you'll hear from. Yes. Here in a little while. Mm-hmm. We have your senior uh, senior foreign correspondent guy on your dick. Dick, sorry. Pick up. <laughs> Say it again, well, guy, guy on your dick. Be- yeah, he must still be laid up from his last incident. Yeah. He, he better be here world. next weekend. God. And Jaded as Me is here. Nice to see Jaded here. Uh, Jaded wasn't here last week, and we uh, we missed Jaded very much. We always miss Jaded if she's not here. Love the Jaden. And Road Apples. Road Apples is here, yeah. Which uh, we love Road Apples, and Road Apples reminds me of the uh, Red Apple, whatever, whatever that Casey likes. So that's good. Red Apple Ale, yeah. Red Apple Ale, the yeah. official drink of Road Apples. <laughs> and I see that Pervin Irvin is here, uh-huh. keeping an eye on the like- ladies. Yeah, I bet he'd like to run for office. And he'd sure. fit right in, you know, perv and urban, yeah, baby. Yes, uh, he would. And Susie M here. Yeah. Check whatever. Rudely. Rudely. Staring at us. Wishing she wasn't here. Yeah. Although she had to interrupt... Um, show prep this week or in uh my god yeah good god making all kinds of noise 
in the background. Yeah, I know. It was terrible. The food. That's what it was. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. So anyway, good looking chat room. Of course, we also have our our vast and diverse worldwide worldwide audience out there listening on their mobile devices, their iPhones, their iPads, Androids, what have you. Sure. We want to welcome them. People who'll be listening in on uh, listening to archives. Shout out to them. Yep. So, uh, you know, big crowd, big crowd. Huge, pretty crowd, sexy crowd. Yep. And the prettiest and sexiest of them all. Is also in the what? chat room, Matt. <clears throat> really? See how, see how smooth I did that? That was pretty Chick good. Dig me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so in the chat room, reason in the hammer, our Canadian Bureau Chief, number 12. Number 12 on your scorecard, number one in your heart, Jamie Maple Leaf. <laughs> Jamie Maple Leaf. I was on my back with my legs flailing, trying to move. I couldn't, couldn't get turned over. I was turtling. <laughs> Goodness! In case all oh, the vision what, I just what, had just then with her legs flailing. In case anybody is wondering what we do during show prep, <laughs> yeah. we watch Jamie flail. Yeah, which I found funny, Jay Man, when you told your story about the uh, wasp. Yeah. You were flailing this week, too. I, I flailed. You both? Jamie flailed. I know. Did you flail together? Oh, yeah. Oh. Hot, sweaty flailing. <clears throat> that is hot. Mm. All right. All right. Not a bad witty banter uh, segment there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just sorry I didn't have anything depressing to say. And happy at the yeah. same time. Yeah. That's okay. Maybe next week. Yeah. Oh, I'll tell you what. Here, we get, uh, hopefully this will make karma go away. When I went down to the car this morning to go to the beer mine before the show, <laughs> you know, J-Man, ladies and gentlemen, I have to unlock the door from the passenger side because the uh, driver's side, uh, lock doesn't work anymore. So uh, when I put my key in, opened the door, I did so, and then I reached across both seats to unlock the driver's side door. And when I was bringing my body out of it, I hit my elbow on the door jam of said car tour. In God's name. <laughs> Oh, for about 30 seconds, it was yeah, it was a good pain. 
right. Well, at least you had a little bit of pain this week. That's exactly makes me feel better. <laughs> of course it does. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we have a uh, we happen to have a Woody Banner sponsor this week, Matt. Get out of here! Who's that? Well, you know, once again, it is a uh, a new uh, venture. Uh, by the good folks at uh, IWS World Media Entertainment. We are worldwide and diverse, so I can I we can are. see that happen. Okay. And uh, we're uh, you know this week we're moving into the uh, politics business. And if you're yeah. going to get in yeah. politics, you have to have a political action committee behind you, right? That's, that's the way yeah. it works. Yeah. Somebody's got somebody's got to raise the money, or or in this case, provide services to your campaign. And that's what the (laughs) IWS Absurdist Humor Pack does. Provides a very badly needed service to everyone's campaign. Excellent. All right. So check it out. Are you a humorless jerk looking to get into politics? Are you a current office holder having trouble hanging on because your constituents consider you bland and boring and lacking in a sense of humor? If so, the new IWS Absurdist Humor Political Action Committee is for you. We're not here to raise money from dark sources or for candidates pushing a right-wing or left-wing agenda. Oh, no, no. We're here to make America hilarious again. We're looking for candidates for office who are looking to yuck it up with the voting public, men and women who want to add a little pizzazz to the very serious business of politics. Our staff of experienced, cynical, and sardonic joke writers will help add humor to your TV ads and your stump speeches. Most importantly, we'll make sure that your debates don't get too wonky and boring. We'll teach you just when to say things like, there you go again, or you're no Jack Kennedy. Learn how to disarm the media with a well-placed joke throwing them off their game. For example, someone might just up and ask if you've ever had an affair. Instead of getting all flustered, just fire back, no, and tell your mother to stop calling me. (laughs) Everyone will be so stunned and busy stifling the chuckle, they'll forget that you're lying about not being a philandering pig. Or maybe you're a young mother running for office and someone asks how you can deal with screaming babies and your responsibilities. Just quip, vodka, lots of vodka, and some wine for me. And just like that, a stupid, sexist issue will be disposed of. Humor is more than the best medicine. It's the best way to political office. Everyone loves a folksy, charming politician. And we're not just talking about running here in in America. Whether you're acting globally or thinking locally, our vast and diverse worldwide audience will be here for you. No matter what office or what country you're running in, the IWS Absurdist Humor Political Action Committee will help you pretend that you're a charming and funny candidate for office. Visit our website, iwsradio.com, or give us a call at 661-244-9852 and crank up the political hilarity today. This is former President Bill Clinton, and you're listening to IWS Radio on the Block Talk Radio Network, and I feel your pain. All right. Yep. 
I like that. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I guess we have a new hashtag to use. I guess we have a new hashtag to use on our Twitter account, J Man. Maha. M A H A. Make make America hilarious again. That's right. That's going to be our. Uh, that's going to be our uh, motto for uh, season nine coming up in a few yeah. weeks here on IWS Radio. Season nine, Maha. God, season nine. Some people just like uh, when they think of politicians and office holders, they probably think of you and I and say. I wish those two had term limits. But, uh, <laughs> no, we don't. We're not in favor of term limits. We're going to keep going. No, no, not a supporter of term limits. Nope. <clears throat> got, a, uh, got a little shout-out to do, Matt. Uh-oh. In the uh, political punditry world. This morning, I'm going to give a shout-out to uh, BBC's Jonathan Carl, who... Uh, was, I guess, sitting in for George Stephanopoulos this week. Oh, what happened? What happened? And uh, he asked, they were, he had Kellyanne Conway on. Oh. And, and they, of course, were talking about Omarosa. Well, I guess we'll talk about her later if we get time. And, she's uh, a low life. She's a low life. She's a low life. <laughs> Loathsome person. But anyway, um, he he says Omarosa was the highest profile, highest ranking African American in the White House, the White House staff. Sure. He said, "Who is that person now?" And she looked at the camera and said, "Ah, uh, African American." <laughs> no, she did not. And he said, "She did." And he said, yes. And she goes, well, you're leaving out the world-renowned surgeon and great person. And he says, no, 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 not cabinet. White House staff, executive staff in the West Wing. And she said, well, there's Jerron. <laughs> she, she didn't even know his last name, but he oh doesn't work God. in the West Wing. He doesn't work in the West Wing. It turns out she couldn't name an African-American that worked in the West Wing on the executive staff. <laughs> and you know what? It's not really that easy to trip her up because she's such a soulless, horrid human oh, being. And, no doubt. And yeah. She's very good at this job. <laughs> I'm surprised she didn't say, I don't know, diamond and silk? <laughs> uh-huh. Jesus Christ. <laughs> David so, you know, all shout had out no to Mark. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Give me a break. Oh, brother. And what How do we do? Live? What are we supposed to do? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. God. And uh, I don't know what we're supposed to do with Omarosa now. I mean, I know. She's. she's She's just, she really is just a loathsome person. She's just a horrible human being. Oh, yeah, I've never liked her. 
And she, you know, and, and you know, she, I mean, what she's saying now is, of course, the exact opposite of what she was saying barely a year ago about Trump. Oh, I know. And race and all that. So, you know, it, it's, it, you can't really believe anything she says, but, she, you know, she has tapes. And the tapes are real. Allegedly. Real. Well, they played one of them this morning. Oh, I didn't hear that. They already played one this morning where she recorded John Kelly in the Situation Room. Turns really? out you can waltz right into the situation room with your cell phone and not have it taken I, from you. Yeah, uh-huh. Wow. That's, that's yeah. neat. So she recorded him on that, and they played part. They played it this morning. So it's kind of like the Access Hollywood tape. He didn't know that the uh, they were recording, and it was you know it's kind of weird that you know they kept that for all these years. But, well, it's real, and it was really him, and it was really him being who he is. Yeah. Wow. I don't know, I don't know how we, I don't know how we're, how we're supposed to treat it, but yeah, whatever. Yeah. I don't think yeah. it'll, I, I think they could release a tape of him just screaming every racial slur you've ever heard of, and his approval rating wouldn't budge. No, but, it wouldn't. <laughs> it, in fact, it might go up. In certain yeah. circles of America. Yeah, well, we're down to pretty much anybody oh, yeah. who is still a Trump supporter is because of that, because of his racism and bigotry. I mean, there's not, yeah. you know, not much else to support. Yeah. Any of you Trumpsters out there want to disagree with me? And if, if you do. Call in on the pro-Trump hotline at 661-244-9852. I used the, the Trump train hashtag in show promo this morning, trying to, trying to get a few of them over here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they're hiding in the bushes along with Sean Spicer. Yeah. <laughs> And the less than do- great one, Mark Levin, who traced Trump for a long time, and now he's his best buddy. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Hugh Hewitt. Oh, God. Oh, God. What an apologist right there. Yeah, that's a, hor- that's a horrible person, too. <laughs> so. Anyway, now we're about the top of the hour here, Matt. You know, J-Man, we are. I was noticing that. So, um, Mr. A Political Buddy, acapella. Let's get this ball rolling. The music is atrocious. The lyrics are weak. Time for J and Matt's Picks for Worst Song for the Week. I guess I'll go first, yeah. hey man. What the hell? Well, I, got, right. I got I got my finger on the pulse as we speak. Oh dear. Actually, pull the trigger. Are actually on the audio, yeah. Uh this is a, a song that was by the Mike Curb congregation. It actually had a few couple of hits back in the late sixties, early seventies. Uh, but this wasn't one of them. Reaching out 
Larry Craig is in an airport somewhere tapping his foot. Hoping oh, yeah. Get a blowjob. And I'll tell you what, um, Trent Lott and uh, Ashcroft, they made a lot of money investing in hairspray stock. Uh, <laughs> those, those heads did not move. That hair did not move. Uh-huh. And if anybody asked me why I didn't. Diggy they got with it. <laughs> <laughs> and if anybody's wondering why we didn't play John Ashcroft, let the eagle soar. We have played that a couple of times on the yes, show. Yes, you have. Yep. <laughs> Which is actually worse than that one, but, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but I wanted to get oh, all four of Oh, my God. <clears throat> I just broke out in the hives thinking of it. Well. Okay, Air J Man, ladies and gentlemen, my good song. I think this lady's a nut. But she's very talented, and um, it, I didn't think it applied to the show until I thought about it. And it's something when I did that um, Facebook post the other night, Jay Man. You know, when I was blowing show prep off, uh, mm-hmm. where I'd play a song for people. What I think of them, our our lovely friend Angie, smacked back at me and played this, and told uh Jay, Jamie, and I to sort it out to who is what. But it also applies to what a lot of people think about politicians. I was born in the wagon of a traveling show. My mama used to dance for the money they'd throw. Mama would do whatever he could. Free your little gospel. Sell a couple bottles of the CEOs who, who quit his various boards uh-huh. after Charlottesville a year ago are uh-huh. hanging out at the White House again. That's right. Waiting in the wings. In the shadows. Mm-hmm. Getting memberships at Mar-a-Lago. Playing golf. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. 
resources. <coughs> well, you know, Matt, there's something I've noticed that's always been true about politics, or at least, What's you that? know, modern politics since Kennedy, that while Republicans are better at politics, and they're better, you know, messaging and they're better at staying unified and all that stuff that wins elections. The Democrats, for the most part, are funnier and they're cooler and they're better musicians. (laughs) True. And all of that came together in 1992, just after the Democratic Convention. Oh, boy. When Bill Clinton... Went on Arsenio Hall uh-huh. and played Heartbreak Hotel on the saxophone. Even even Republicans who were trying to uh, trying to disparage him with the sunglasses, saying it was a Dukakis moment, even them finally just gave in and said, "Yeah, that was cool. <laughs> yeah, it was. It cool. was, man. <laughs> yeah. A thousand times cooler than Mike Huckabee playing the bass. Exactly. <laughs> yep. And then of course we had you know Obama singing. Uh, Al Green, Sweet Home Chicago, mm-hmm. all that. And Amazing uh, that was, Grace. That was an amazing, amazing Grace. Amazing Grace. Which was, Down that at was an amazing moment. Yeah, oh, God, that was, oh, yes. <clears throat> yeah. The world seemed so much simpler than that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> oh, now it's simpler, Z-Man. It's infantile. Well, now, yeah, that's true. Yes. <clears throat> so, as we mentioned, though, uh, several of the uh, IWS radio folks are throwing their hats in different uh, rings this week. Join oh, yeah. the Run for Office. They've been inspired by the, uh, the run, run for Something campaign. I don't know if you ever heard about this group. A uh, <laughs> wonderful group, you know, called Run for Something, okay. trying to encourage people to run for office, you know. Inspired by Hillary Clinton just uh, 
dismissing a uh, a woman, an African American woman, by saying, "Well, why don't you run for something?" Okay, they will. <laughs> and our very own Jamie Maple Leaf. Get out of here. Was looking. She was looking at the different offices there in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Really? She wanted to, you know, she wanted to act locally, and she found. She found the perfect, perfect office to run for. Wow. Hi, guys. My name is Jamie Maple Leaf, and I'm running for Minister of Minority Affairs for Hamilton. I know, eh? I had no idea such an office existed either, but it's right there on the local government flowchart. See, I have always wanted a black friend but I can't figure out how to go about finding one. So when I saw this minority affairs office, I jumped at the chance. What's better is this goes beyond blacks. I could have Hispanic friends, Arabic friends, Aboriginal friends, Asian friends. I guess, heck, maybe even Jewish friends. Are Jews minorities? They will be under my leadership. Heck yeah. So whenever the next election is, please vote for your new white friend, Jamie Maple Leaf, for Minister of Minority Affairs, eh? There we go. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, it's perfectly suited for her. Yeah. I, you know, I would have moved to Hamilton just to vote for her. Oh, sure. <laughs> Oh, my God. And I, uh, I assure you the IWS Absurdist Humor Pack will be right there. there oh, you know it. We'll launder that money and get it to Canada. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and make it look like Trump did it. Don't worry about it. Or Manafort. We'll have Manafort right. launder the money for it. And we'll try to beat that exchange rate problem, too. Oh, I know. As I mentioned on Facebook yesterday, when I uh, told Mr. Tony Bushu how much uh, Jamie Maple Leaf made, but it was in Canadian dollars, so it's only seven fifty an hour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a tough break for her there. <laughs> And you can't yeah, fight. What, what do they you can't take? fight the exchange rate. No, you can't. And then, of course, there's that, you know, 65, 70% tax rate there in Canada. So, yeah. it's not. So, she's actually working for a buck fifty-eight. <laughs> yeah, it's tough. But maybe she can win that minority affairs office and get on the uh, the public gravy train. Oh, sure. Just like her buddy uh, Rob Ford used to. Used to. He was, on some, yeah, he was on the crazy train, though. He wasn't on the public. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was really good. And you know, J-Man... You just played an audio, a commercial, an ad for a strong, powerful woman 
one mm-hmm. Jamie Maple. There's been other strong, powerful women who have run for office and won. So, Jamie, your hopes are looking up. Jamie Ann, ladies and gentlemen, back in 2014, this corn, since the Hawkeye woman out of Iowa ran for the Senate. I'm Joni I grew up castrating hogs on an Iowa farm So when I get to Washington I'll know how to cut pork Joni Ernst Mother, soldier, conservative My parents taught us to live within our means It's time to force Washington To do the same To cut wasteful spending Repeal Obamacare And balance the budget I'm Joni Ernst and I approve this message Because Washington's full of big spenders Let's make them squeal. Oh, uh, yeah, baby. <laughs> make them squeal. I grew up on a farm castrating hogs. Really? All right. Good old Joni. Of course, what, what was the bonus for that uh, that ad was it it reminded everybody of the time that Sarah Palin was being interviewed and the guy behind her was dipping the live turkeys down into the machine that cut their heads off. Yes. Oh my God. That was classic. <laughs> and he's looking back at that camera like, what's they doing over there? <laughs> <laughs> and the dude is just going about his business. <laughs> yeah. And just doing his job, man. <laughs> what do you mean? They're filming a commercial. I got chickens to kill. <laughs> God. You know, among the uh, IWS staff, Matt, I don't think anybody is more uh, more prepared to run for office than Cliche Johnson. He was born to run oh for office, God. in fact. If you're full of cliches, you're ready to run for office. That's right. And uh, he, uh, I think he proved it. His first ever political ad, he's decided to run for governor of Arkansas as an independent, of course. Of course. So take it away, cliche. Hey there, folks. I'm Cliche Johnson, and I am running as an independent candidate for governor of Arkansas. The two-party system has failed, and the people of Arkansas have had enough. It's time for a leader who can take charge and help push our state into the future instead of looking to the past for solutions. We should take advantage of new technologies and modernize our economy so it works for everyone and not just the folks at the top. I'm running on a platform of hope, growth, and opportunity. Government is out of control. It needs to get out of the way and let people reach their full potential. As an independent, I'm not wedded to any right or left-wing ideology. My job will be to bring the parties together, find a compromise that works for everyone. And, most importantly, I vow to defend Arkansas from our very own axis of evil, Mississippi, Louisiana, and Oklahoma. I'm Cliche Johnson, and I approve this ad because I believe Arkansas's best days are yet to come. There you go. 
You didn't know that Arkansas had an axis of evil. That they were no, I didn't know that from. until just now. Yeah. yeah. It's mostly about and college, you know, football recruiting. But, uh. Sure. <laughs> and J-Man, cliche, he's not only an independent, he's his own man. Oh, yes. Absolutely. And he'll give 110% for his constituents. He will. You know, he's not there to do the popular thing. He's there to do the right thing, Matt. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. All right, then. I'll tell you what. You know who else? He wasn't an independent. He ran in the... uh, Senate primary as the uh, wanted to be the GOP uh, candidate for U.S. Senate out of West Virginia to run against Joe Manchin this year. Uh-huh. And ladies and gentlemen, that would be one Don Blankenship. And, um, well, he made a couple of TV ads and they, uh, Kind of went like this. Hi, I'm Don Blankchip, candidate for U.S. Senate, and I approve this message. The politicians are running a lot of crazy ads. They blew up the coal mine and then put me in prison. Now they're running the ads that say the coal mine blew up, and I went to prison. There's no surprise there. But if you want jobs, if you want to end the drug epidemic, and you want to protect the unborn, you need to vote for me. One of my goals as U.S. Senator will be to ditch cocaine Mitch. When you vote for me, you're voting for the sake of the kids. Hi, I'm Don Blankchip, candidate for U.S. Senate, and I approve this message. Swamp Captain Mitch McConnell has created millions of jobs for China people. While doing so, Mitch has gotten rich. In fact, his China family has given him tens of millions of dollars. Mitch's swamp people are now running false negative ads against me. They are also childishly calling me despicable and mentally ill. The war to drain the swamp and create jobs for West Virginia people has begun. I will beat Joe Manchin and ditch cocaine Mitch for the sake of the kids. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> like, they don't deserve that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> my goodness. I hate, I hate those China people. Uh-huh. The China people. And, you know, and it's very unfortunate. The only thing he left out was to call Mitch a bitch. But he I know. Mitch is a little bitch. We all know that. And you know he's still threatening to try to run as a third, third party candidate. How good for him! He's going to court. West Virginia has a sore loser law, but it's very, very vague, as you can imagine. Of course. Gray is good. <laughs> all right. So <clears throat> there's an outside Here's chance the thing. That courts could uh, rule that he could he could run. When I heard those ads, yeah. When I heard those ads, I was thinking, man, this dude has to work for IWS. This is one month funny mofo. Seriously. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, and and it tells you, you know, something that is truly great about America. That a man like that, who you know is obviously a moron, can become a billionaire. <laughs> 
I think we have another right. even bigger example. Well, not billionaire, but mm-hmm. we won Mr. Trump. Except <sighs> <laughs> the Trump inherited most of it, so that's yeah. No he didn't, Jay Man. That's fake news. Uh huh. I know, I know. Now I love that I love where he he accused the government of blowing up his mind. <laughs> yeah, well, and they put me in jail because the mind blew up. Huh. Uh-huh. Well, <laughs> no surprise there. No. Well. No, the surprise is the only surprise is that he didn't win the Republican primary. I'm really, I mean, I I just assumed he would win it, like you know Corey Stewart there in uh, Virginia. Oh my God! Out there cheering on the white supremacists and talking about how great the session was. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not a big Tim Kaine. Yeah, I'm not a big Tim Kaine. Tim Kaine fan. I hope it's like eighty twenty. <laughs> Just put his face yeah. in the dirt, the little yeah, I hope, bitch. Hope Tim Kaine spends like a hundred thousand dollars and wins by forty points, and exactly. you know rolls that rolls that fifteen million dollars he's got in the bank over to the next election. Exactly. Oh, by the way, by the way, oh. Matt, I don't I don't think you uh, now. I guess you saw about the uh, New York congressman who had to resign or is not going to run for re-election because he got indicted. Collins. Collins. Right. Chris Collins. 27th District. Chris Collins, 27th District, New York, around Buffalo. Yep. Well, yesterday yep. afternoon, our buddy, your pal and mine, Carl Palladino, tweeted, oh, I'm shit. in. <laughs> God. God. Damn it, Carl Paladino's in. <laughs> Damn it. I never thought about him. I, I'm sure I have old audios of him. I should have uploaded. <laughs> Probably so. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> the Jews are out to get him. God damn it. <laughs> God damn, Rothschilds took him down, but I'm in. <laughs> One of the greatest yet little used characters of the IWF. Old old man screaming at clouds. What a hilarious dude he is. Angry, angry, angry man. But you know who's not angry? Never angry. Bobby Kraft. Always happy. Really? Always, Always. happy, easy go, going. <clears throat> and he wants to make everyone's life in Redneck County better. Oh. By running for the county judge. Yep. He wants to, well, he, yeah, he wants to be in charge of, of the county. <laughs> and he makes he makes a very good argument for himself. Really? Yep. Take it away, Bobby. Hey everybody, 
Bobby Craft here, and today I'd like to announce my candidacy for Redneck County Judge. Oh yeah, it's true. You might be asking, what is a county judge? That's a good question. Well, you see, a county judge is kind of like the mayor of a city or town, only he's the mayor of the county and not the cities and the towns in the county. County mayor would sound silly, so they call him county judge here. Some places call him county commissioner, but that sounds communist. That's why they call him that in the People's Republic of Illinois, I guess. I've heard some places call him county administrator, but hoo boy, that sounds like a public school bureaucrat and nobody likes them, so judge it is. Basically, the county judge is the county CEO. That's right. That's right up my alley. I am an outstanding administra- uh, executive who knows how to get things done and keeps costs under control. Oh, yeah. My three biggest priorities as county judge will be, number one, turn Redneck County Airport into an international airport. I'm thinking flights to Mexico, you know, beach towns, but the public might prefer some other place. I don't know, Canada or something like that. I'm open to suggestions. Number two, make Redneck County Hospital a world-class medical facility providing universal health care to everyone who deserves it. Mm-hmm. And number three, turn Redneck County into a world-class resort and tourist destination we all know it can be. How am I going to do that? Three words. Country hip hop. Yeah, oh yeah. See, we've already got lots of country music fans coming through this area going to Branson, but they're all, uh, old. We need younger folks, you know, repeat customers, people who aren't going to die on us all the time. So let's add a little hippity hop to that country. Don't worry, people will still be losing their wives and their jobs and getting drunk. They'll just be rhyming while they do it. Trust me, it's good stuff. You'll enjoy it. I think you'll like it a lot. Also, I want to state emphatically that I will not be running any negative ads. I know there are rumors on the internet that my opponent has a serious drinking problem and is a member of the KKK, but Bobby Kraft will not be making an issue of that. Uh Uh-uh. It just needed to be said. We're going to run with integrity. So please, remember to vote for me, Bobby Kraft, for Redneck County Judge this November. It's time to make Redneck County great again. Bigly. Country hip hop. If I live, if I lived there, I'd be voting for him. Sure. Well, I'm not, and you know that last line there, trying to appeal to the <laughs> Trumpsters like that. Although I like the integrity, they're refusing to. Uh, you know, run the negative campaign. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, Bobby. Well, J-Man, I'll tell you what. I just Bottom took of the a hour. Sip. I, I was just going to say, I took a sip of a Milwaukee's Best Light. But it's just not cutting it for me, J-Man. <laughs> I need something a little better. Buddy Acapella, get out of your canvas and take us away. It's time for the good, the bad, 
go first since you went first on the uh, good and bad songs. Okay. Is that alright with you? Yeah, that's cool. So I've got here, and I found this at Walmart. It's called Founders Brewing. You know, Founders as in the uh, Founding Fathers, I guess. You know, America. Founders Brewing All Day IPA Session Ale. I don't know what they mean by session. Session. And uh, on the cover, they have uh, somebody's out in the woods, and they have a uh, looks like a an old fashioned uh, minivan or jeep, you know, with the wood paneling the sides, and they've got a canoe strapped to the top of it. Yeah, okay. that's totally me right there, Mr. Outdoorsman. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, you and Schmoop. So it's 4.7% alcohol. It's 19 ounces. It says to enjoy fresh, keep refrigerated, session boldly, whatever that means, and hashtag brewed for us. Who's us? Probably exactly. like a license. Because it's an IPA, and, you know, IPAs are, you know, the – traditional beer of hipsters and I have uh, always made fun of IPAs and hipsters but I'm going to give it a try because I'm a very open-minded guy yes you are oh it smells awful oh it really smells awful Matt oh my god I'm sorry Matt gracious they put in this thing come on guys Was it brewed oh, with yeah, dirty socks? <laughs> yeah, with dirty socks, yeah. Anyway, I guess I'll give it a try. Jeez. <laughs> it's awful. Oh, my God, it's awful. <laughs> it's just terrible. And it's the worst beer I have tasted. I don't know. Even that can of good-ass beer, you know, the white can with the black lettering, was better than right. Oh my god. Oh goodness. Have you taken another sip? Oh, probably used Flint water. That's what probably, the problem is. Probably did. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God, no. That's it. Done. Two sips and I am done. I am not. Oh, my God. Let's hear it go down the drain, J-Man. Whew. That is just the worst. That's like, it tastes like the worst, the absolute worst coffee that's about seven days old. And it's cold. Super cold. That's what, about as good as I can explain it. And maybe maybe some dirty gym socks in there. Yes. <laughs> Very unfortunate. Well, J-Man, 
I guess. Are you all right? Yeah, I'm okay. I'm just thinking about how I've been vindicated on my anti-IPA stance. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm about to drink something from Joya Spirit, and they make crafty cocktails, J-Man. Mm-hmm. Crafty. As it says on the and you've had one of these before. I don't think I don't know if it was the same brand. But I know you have had one of these before. Ladies and gentlemen, I am about to have a Moscow mule. Oh yeah. And uh this is seven percent alcohol. It's vodka with ginger, apricot and lime natural flavors by the fine folks at Joya. Marvin Harrison gave this to me this morning because I was in a bind. Let's see what it tastes like. That's not awful. Yeah, I didn't really like it very much. A little too much ginger. Yeah, that was it. I'm not a ginger guy. Is that what it was for you? Yeah, it's got a lot of ginger in it. I mean, it's not bad. 12 fluid ounces, 7%. That's not awful. And it says on the can, drink distinct. Ooh. It's kind of elitist, then, if it says that, isn't it? I don't want to be yeah. elitist. Yeah. That's <sighs> no, not bad. Yeah. I wouldn't buy it, but it was free, so I'll you drink it. Finish it? No, finish yeah, it. I'll probably finish it. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. It's all right. It's a C plus. Yeah, there you go. All right. Yeah, yeah I know. I didn't really care for it much. Joya, J O I A. See, and they got a pretentious spelling too. J O I A. Oh, yeah. Come on, what instead, the, instead of what the hell is that? There. Yeah. yeah, come on. See, now I'm starting to hate it because of the spelling <laughs> of the name. <laughs> but then I like it because it's 7%, whereas the Milwaukee's Best Light is like probably 46 Ah, oh, boy, turmoil. <sighs> <laughs> Now nah, finish it. All right then. Well, that was fun. Oh, boy. You know, J Man, ladies and gentlemen, we need to come back to reality. And as we have 
20 minutes or so left in the show. J-Man, as you know, or may not know, I had to upload one of our favorite political ads of all time. 30 seconds of in-your-face political smackdown. Brought to you, ladies and gentlemen, by Governor John Bell Edwards of Louisiana. The choice for governor couldn't be more clear. John Bell Edwards, who answered our country's call and served as a ranger in the 82nd Airborne Division. Or David Vitter, who answered a prostitute's call minutes after he skipped a vote honoring 28 soldiers who gave their lives in defense of our freedom. David Vitter chose prostitutes over patriots. Now, the choice is yours. Get naked and call me mommy. (laughs) There you go. Good old David Vitter. Yeah. Diaper wearing David Vitter. Yeah. <laughs> Diaper dandy. <laughs> Unbelievable. And it's pre- pretty shocking the effort it finally took to get rid of that guy. I know. I don't care. He's a Republican. I'm still going to vote or whatever. Mm. Dude. That's why I think elections should all be nonpartisan. Don't put their party affiliation next to their name. Yeah, but it won't. It, it won't take long. I mean, it'd be easy running ads for them to let you know which party they're affiliated with. Well, I know, but mm-hmm. still, let's take that one little thing out of there. Because I'll tell you what, J Man, because you know a lot of people who would go to the polls. And they get their ballot, and there's no R nor D next to the person's name. They would freak. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Well, you know, our our local elections are are allegedly nonpartisan. Here, yeah, our city. Uh, no. so, yeah, our city commission elections are nonpartisan, but you know who they are. But if if you right. pay attention, but if you're yeah. if you're some of the uh, average voters, uh, yeah. if if there's not a D or an R next to the name, they wouldn't know who to vote for. Yeah, but I mean, you know, when you're uh, when the mayor is running on the, you know, a pro-life stance, you pretty much know. <laughs> well, that's fine, and that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um. When you see an ad or hear an ad about what they stand for, vote for them on that issue or whatever. Yeah, they just not get forced. Not the D or the R. I tell you. And I'll tell you what, J-Man, the Beaver Creek City School Board, they're up for election this year. Yeah. And our old pal, Sliderball Scott. You betcha. 
He wants to be a member of that board. (laughs) Hi, education fans. This is your old sports reporter pal, Slider Volscock. And I am stepping up to the plate to take a swing at becoming a member of the Beaver Creek City Schools Lords of Education. Why am I running for such a position, you ask? Well, because in order to put good student athletes out into the field, you need good students in the classroom. And I happen to know quite a little about being both. So, on election day, head to the pools and vote Slider Boscock for Beaver Creek City Schools Lord of Education. Because together, our kids can swing for the fences of life and at least achieve a ground rule double. This has been Slider Boscock, and I'm rounding third and headed for fourth period study hall. Paid for by <laughs> Friends of Ballscock, Sage Rosenfels, Chairman. <laughs> <laughs> A Sage Rosenfeld sighting. I knew you. I did that, or uh, Slider did that just for you, J-Man. Uh-huh. And let me tell you, Slider struggled for like an hour to get that ad just like he liked it. And it was really <laughs> pissing me off because he was eating up valuable studio time. Sure. You know, that's what, a one minute and 23 second ad? Come on, Slider, Come pick on, up the pace. Not hard to do. <laughs> Criminy. Unbelievable. Man, here's the slider. <laughs> hey, and we have some breaking news here, Matt. Oh, you're kidding me. Rudy Giuliani now, oh, now categorically denies that Trump ever discussed Michael Flynn with James Comey at all. Oh, my God. Why does he do this? <laughs> God. He now, he now claims that Trump never mentioned Michael Flynn to come. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Unbelievable. God. Oh, and Matt, I meant to tell you. I was watching oh. a little uh, English English Premier League action this morning. Oh, Jesus. Manchester okay. City and Arsenal. And I, I thought you might like to know that Arsenal has a player named Socrates. Oh, my God. Only he spells it S O K R A T I S. I don't think I can go like I. I can't do that. Uh, can't, no, can't go. With that. No. And it's his first name. No. It's his first name, Socrates. <laughs> his last name is 
Papastathopoulos. <laughs> Papastathopoulos. You know what's funnier? <clears throat> I thought you were going to say Jones. <laughs> Smith. <laughs> Sounds like a gunslinger. What are you doing? Who are you? Why are you in town? I'm Socrates Jones. <laughs> oh, God. No, I I can't. Oh, no. Mm-mm-mm. I'll tell you what, though, J-Man. There used to be a happier time, a simpler time, when presidential elections were much easier and uh, not hurtful. Everyone just got along and got along. And they had ads like this. I for president, I for president, I for president, I for president. You like I, I like I, everybody likes I for president. Hang out the banner, beat the drum. We'll take I to Washington. We don't want John or Dean or Harry. Let's do that big job right. Let's get in step with the guy that's left. Get in step with I. You like I, I like I, everybody likes I for president. Hang out the banner, beat the drum. to come to the aid of their country. There you go. Yep. And and what I love about that is after they cut that ad, little uh, industry lingo for you there, cut that ad. Anyway, after they cut that ad, they played it for uh, General Eisenhower and the entire his entire staff, and everybody in the room was snapping their fingers and tapping their toes. Except I, sure. <laughs> who just sat there <laughs> and went, okay. <laughs> yeah. Is this what I got to do? Really? Okay. Whatever. <laughs> Fine. That's okay. I just led the greatest army the world has ever known to victory in Europe. And I'm just a little, a radio jingle now. Okay. Yeah. I'm reduced to a jingle. Do you understand this, people? I'm reduced to a jingle. <clears throat> Four years ago, I was leading the forces on D-Day, but now I'm a jingle. <laughs> God. Or eight years ago, sorry, 52. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When he won. And ladies and J, J- uh, ladies and J-Man. <clears throat> Ooh, that 7% may have been 12%, let me tell you. Um. Well, it added to the 4.7 of the Milwaukee's best like, so. Yeah. yeah. Um, J-Man, I'm running for office on your behest, aren't I? You are. are. We were on Twitter, and we were talking about uh, good old uh, Jason Kander. Right, has uh, decided to run for uh, not president, not Senate, not governor, not attorney general, but the mayor of Kansas City. And uh, 
and we were a little uh, a little unhappy with the the fact that you know all these kids were running. Yeah, he's like what thirty six, thirty seven maybe <clears throat> something like that. Yeah, yeah, and uh, decided that you should run for mayor of Kansas City. Ladies and gentlemen, in 2019, I will be running for mayor of Kansas City with the help of the IWS Absurdist Humor Pack. Right. Yes. It's already given you some advice on uh, <clears throat> excuse me, when you call into uh, radio shows there and they ask you why you're running. Yeah. Uh-huh. One thing we want you to say is, uh, well, there were nine people in the race, and it was driving my OCD batty. Uh Uh-huh. guy. And uh, if they happen to ask you about residents, you know, not being a resident of Kansas City, and they ask you Uh about any kind of residency requirements, just say, not to my knowledge, there are none. No, not to my knowledge. Just leave it at that. I'm the outside candidate, as you mentioned, J-Man. Yeah. I am the outsider. Yeah, yeah and then launch into the uh, you're being an outsider. Yeah. I'm not yeah, beholden to all these um, council members in Kansas City. Right. <sighs> and growing up, I wanted to be Jan Stenerud. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And of course, Kansas City is a large minority population, so you'll bring up Hal McRae and Frank White. Oh, well, sure. Kansas City Royals teams and how much you loved them. Yeah. George yeah. Brett Otis got all Singleton, the publicity. Hey, man. Otis Singleton. Yeah, there you go. Otis, my man. Singleton. Yeah. Exactly. Willie Lanier. Just tell them. In fact, just tell them that you're the first person to ever come up with that phrase, Otis, my man. (laughs) Exactly. Animal House, (laughs) really? They stole that from Uh me. And I'm sure Steele Washington played for the Royals at some point, didn't he? Played for everybody else. Al Hrabowski did, and you know I'll mention him. Yeah. I like blacks. I like oh, yeah. Hungarians. Like Al, you know, I'm a cultural yeah. guy. You're gonna, yeah, you're gonna have to fake it, about, you know, when when they ask about the Italians, because there's a lot of Italians there. Can't say you don't want to. Yeah, you want to win in Little Italy too. Well, you Sophia know, I Loren. do like. I like dark-haired chicks. Oh yeah, baby. Yeah. Marissa Tomei, get out of here. Oh yeah. <laughs> Lovely lady, very talented. Yeah. Oscar winner. Sure. Yep. One of my favorite movies. My cousin Benny. Come on, Lolo. Yep. <laughs> Everybody else is watching The Godfather. I watch my cousin Benny. <laughs> exactly. Damn right. <laughs> Oh, 
You know what we need in Congress more than anything, Matt? What do we need, Jay, man? Somebody who somebody who can freestyle rap. <laughs> oh my God, that's right. I forgot about that. Please yeah, continue. We need we need busted rhymer. Yeah. In the United States Congress. And here's his ad. Busted's the name. Politics is the game. We're running for Congress to help fix this mess. Trump is a loser, but I'm a bruiser. You bring those negative ads, I'll give you a case of the sads. This country's in trouble. I'm here to clean up the rubble. Trump will leave us in ruins. We gotta vote out Ewans. Time for someone to stand tall and let people know he's ready to brawl. That other guy's nothing but a clown. Vote for me, cause I won't let you down. Men, women, and kids all adore me. On that, I think we all agree. Vote for me, cause I'm super dope. And honestly, I'm your only hope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that's good. <laughs> More candidates should wrap their ads. I don't. I don't see why they don't wrap in their ads more. You know, busted from the south, but somehow I think, man, that is one good character right there. How did the hell does this guy come up with that? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Love the busted. Or whatever he's called. Is it busted? It's busted, busted right? Rhymer. Yeah. Yeah. Alright. Ladies and gentlemen, we're about done now. And I had a different yeah. <laughs> song and I got chastised for it, so I, I switched it. And as we mentioned, and that's the only reason I brought it up, I am gonna run for mayor of Kansas City in twenty nineteen. So, J-Man, always a pleasure doing the show with you. Uh-huh. Jamie, you didn't call in. Ah, you know, J-Man, she gets docked for that. Right. And uh, take it away, Wilbert Harrison.
Yeah, baby. All right. Well, what was the one that I you were going to play that you got chastised for? You what? The, what was the one you, you were going to play you got chastised oh, for? Oh, God. It was the um, song Kansas City from the play from the musical Oklahoma. Everything's oh, okay. looking up in Kansas City. We're going about as far as we can go. That would have been okay. Thank you. <laughs> boy, I got pushed back on that last night. Oh, boy. You don't know. I mean, what that was kind good, too. Name. You know. I got called a lot of names last night by someone. Oh, dear. That's stupid. And I kept saying, comedy show, comedy show. Lost on deaf ears, J-Man. That's all right. Yeah. All right, then. Well, that was a good show. Yeah, all right. All right. We'll be back next week with another show. I was going to say, you hang up first. Okay. Well, thanks to everybody for listening. (laughs) Thanks, guys. And we'll be back next week. Yes. Bye. Next yeah. week is going to be ugly, isn't it, J-Man? Well, it could be. Yeah, okay. It could get ugly. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts.